I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From studios across the National Capital Region, welcome to Season 10, Episode 10 of the Sense Columns for Monday, March 21st, 2022. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well. Of late, it seems we've been watching Whose Sends Are These Anyway? You know, where the game plan is made up and the points don't matter. Eh, there's lots of reasons for this. Hasn't been easy to say positive. But we'll be avoiding most of that and talking about trade deadline deals more than anything tonight and where things might go from here. Boys, it's maple syrup season. Does that make this any better? Yes. I've just been happy that I haven't had to wear my boots in the last three, four days. You might want them tomorrow if you go outside. I guess I just won't go outside. Is it Uh snowing? (laughs) What's going on tomorrow? It's going to be minus eight tomorrow morning. Well, is it snowing though? Uh, no, yeah, it's not just cold. That's fine. I don't okay. care about that. Okay. It's fine yeah. then. You, you really notice that's how fine. heavy boots are to walk in? Like it. Well, not if they're made for walking. Can't hit the button. One of these days, these boots going to walk all over just you. Just hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have a uh, trade deadline today. Lots to talk about. As I said, we're not talking about games because, well, we don't have a whole lot of time tonight. We're going to get to the good stuff and instead. And we lost a, a lot of them, and it just doesn't matter anymore. Exactly. Quick housekeeping before we start. Uh, email is podcast at sensecallups.com. The forums are at sensecallups.com. You can get a bingo card to play along. Actually, there have been even a couple of games where even bingo hasn't made the games particularly palatable. It's been that bad of late. But you can still play along, have some fun. If Even if the game's bad, there's still people around to joke around with and make things uh, at least bearable. And the waiver wire sponsored by Netphone Canada is 1-844-728-7367, 1-844-SCU-SCNS. You can always send us a uh, voicemail letting us know what you think about what's going on with the trade deadline, something you want us to talk about, whatever. Well, I'll, we're always looking for things to talk about. We have a fair amount for tonight, so game let's go. On. Okay. okay. Game <laughs> on! Ooh, that Lots of things to talk about. There have been some senators moving around. Some senators who people wanted to move maybe didn't. But at least this team actually did something this year at the trade deadline. So you have to be at least happy with that. 
They did something. Whether you like it or not, they at least did something. You know, do something, that sort of thing. Did they? Yeah. Well, they showed, <laughs> the comparison that I kind of had to it is like, you know when you start to clean out the garage and then it gets dark out halfway through, so you just close the garage door and go, man, it's fine. Good enough. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Or when you clean your room and you just shove sure. everything into the closet <laughs> like that. <laughs> just close the closet. Door. It was fun. Like you, you, you know, there wasn't a lot of value for these guys, and it's it's not that we had missed opportunities anywhere. Like, oh no, we still have Chris Tierney. It's like, well, nobody wanted Chris Tierney. Right. It's like, well, you can't trade something that nobody. If nobody's interested in the trade. Yeah, you're right. There's not a whole yeah, lot. I'm actually happen. surprised they didn't just put them on waivers. But even at that, no, like no one took them. So, nope. Yeah. You want to go through the trades? So Nick Paul is the biggest news. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, do you well, want to no, do? I, them in I order? don't have the list. Okay. I don't have the list. So. So that one's Nick Paul for Matsir Joseph and a. 2024 fourth round fourth pick. Fourth round pick. Correct. Thoughts? I don't know anything about Joseph. What can you tell me? He's I don't know much basically either. Basically Alex Foreman. He's kind of a He's a right wing. Yep. Left wing. 25-year-old. He's slightly younger than Nick Paul. He plays a fairly similar game style. No. Uh, he's no, faster. He's Formington. He plays like Formington. Well, oh. So okay. he can skate fast, but doesn't accelerate. No, he he can skate fast. He can skate quickly. Um, his shooting percentage, I don't think, is very good. Nope, he's defensively sound. Just like just like very Form- good on things like a penalty just kill. Like Formington. Yeah. So I I personally love the trade because you're you're getting younger, faster, probably cheaper. Because let's be honest, he turned down ten point four million dollars for four years yesterday which would be 2.6 that's well above what he's worth I, he's I probably worth it in today's i don't today's know NHL, like they keep saying three million i'm like i don't see it i, I was gonna say i'm with you on that one pan i don't see a pan a, a, a team paying four million dollars or two three million dollars for the next four years for a player that doesn't bring much of the way of a scoring touch. I mean, it's not quite a Colin White overpayment, but it's in the same range. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. And like, there's things like, well, he's great defensively. I'm like, he's second worst and plus minus on this team. Is he? Yeah. And like only Stutz. Nick Paul oh, was. Yeah. Only Stutzel was worse. And he's like a minus 18. I think the goal differential for the team is minus 42. So roughly half of that is with him on the ice, and that doesn't even count the shorthanded goals or the uh, penalty kill goals. Is he that great? I think Nick Paul's the kind of guy you want when you get to the playoffs. I think he brings a little X factor there and uh, on a grinding how, line. How many but, playoff uh, games has he played? <laughs> well, that's, well, that's not his it. fault. That's I understand that, fault. but it's also hard to say, oh, well, you need this guy in the playoffs. So he hasn't really proven anything. 
You need that kind it, of player. Yeah. I would say that that's why Tampa Bay wanted him. For well, sure. for two that and and they are so up against the cap that um, I was reading at least one story about this particular trade that they weren't going to be able to qualify Mathieu Joseph. So they get a player who's at least on paper similar that they don't have to worry about losing for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to lose Nick Paul for nothing, but they get somebody perhaps a little older, a little more. They like his particular, like the the minutia of his game a bit more, and the, they're going to lose the player anyway. So the trade makes sense for them. For us, we get a, long, a younger, faster player, and uh, yes, it's a fourth-round pick, but it's still a pick. So, so yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yep. Um, now, with what has this team been missing this year? A couple of this defensively, team, team defensively, defensively. Yeah, defensive play for sure. Um, so the minus eighteen kind of gawks at you there. Team also needs goal scoring, and I think you've got yes. a better chance of Matthew Joseph doing that than Nick Paul. Um, well, getting getting faster certainly doesn't hurt in that particular category. 100%. If you can get out of your own zone better, faster, it's good defensively, but it's also good for transitioning to the offensive side of the game. Yep. I 100% agree with that. And it was 18 points this season, eight, eight goals, 10 assists. So with right. Tampa. Yeah. So th- I think he's got about the same amount of points as Nick Paul does, but he's played 250 less minutes. Ooh, that's a telling stat. Now, he's also playing for Tampa, which is a high-scoring team. Yeah. But so, still. But still, that's a that's right. a telling stat. So now, stat. also, if if you put a line of Formington, Stutzel, and Joseph together, I think that's good. Don't forget that Stutzel also started to come out after the coach swapped Paul as his winger with Formington. Oh, interesting. So, like, not well, to, not it, to it rag like on Nick, Nick Paul's Paul. going to stay, so... But this was, I, th- I think this was a great move. And to be honest, Nick Paul kind of reminds me of Eric Condra. Where I was apoplectic after he, he left. Yeah. I was like, man, it's like we need him. He's a great fourth liner. You know how many games he played after being with Ottawa? Nope. In the NHL, 19, not that many. 19, one goal. Wow. Wow. And that's 19 over two or three years. Yeah, because he was up and down from to the AHL That's after right. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully Nick Paul lands somewhere, but I don't think he and, and gets his long term contract and that he's happy. Hopefully, he wins a cup for just for him because he is a nice guy and that'd be nice. Like, do you think hopefully anyone would be upset of being a rental with Toronto? Yeah, like if he's going to score in the playoffs, just kill the Leafs off. Yeah, <laughs> sends them. You have your job, Nick. Yeah. So, yeah, it's am I am Other I trades. sad to see him go? Sort of. Am I happy with the turn? Yes. Uh, apparently, the team, like the players on the team, aren't terribly happy that he's gone. But I mean, it's, sorry, it's the business. Oh, and I understand sure. that they may be him. It's just it's just the way the business goes at times. Now, other trades. Uh, the one that they made, the team made yesterday, 
was the one that was being talked about early this morning before anybody had anything else to talk about, which was the Senators sent a 2022 third-round pick to Vancouver for Travis Hamanick. So why did we do this? I don't know. It's, it's not a, like, it's, you know, it's not a risk, high-risk thing. It's just basically taking on an older contract, it's in right? Way. Um, I'm not sure why. So, yeah. Um, it's kind of like the MDZ signing, or it's exactly like the MDZ uh, signing. Holden signing, and the Holden. No, Holden, Holden's out. fine. So Holden's uh, good. Yeah, and he's not a lot, yeah, and Holden's he's left fine. side where we kind of need him. Hmm. I'm I'm guessing Hamannick is. They want. Uh, they're hoping that he will be a Kuba. Yes. For Shabbat. Yep. No, you don't have to be flashy. You don't have to be, like, you can be an Artem Zub. Hey, there you go. But I mean, in in more of a, if he's not going to be, but it, it, I think it's more the 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 Philip Kuba world. Okay, come in, huh? Play steady. You're going to be with Shabbat or with whoever. Just come in and play steady. And if he can do that, okay, I'm okay with it. And what is his salary hit? Uh, three yeah. million, and he's got a like one and a quarter signing bonus too. Um, he's only played twenty four games this season with Vancouver, yeah. which is interesting. He missed a lot of time, so he went on waivers in October because he wasn't vaccinated. Oh, this guy. Okay, doctor. It doesn't really matter anymore, but well, he got vaccinated anyways. Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't have that much to I, say about this one. Well, I do, but I don't. No, it's I like just, it, 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 it's not the end of the world. And this is kind of like I think just give Capuano something. Hmm. It's a player he's familiar with. Yep. But like. Do we? So, okay. Do you, do you need another mentor? And if you need a mentor, don't you just need a better coach? I just feel like we have a lot of youth coming into our system, and is this the right direction? When an already losing season, it's tough to say. Well, it's not about this year; it's but it's really about next year because he's taking up a spot next year. Exactly. So, unless they just got him for backfill for Shabbat, since he's out for the no. season. It's all it's don't. all about Sanford apparently. So, okay, if he plays with Sanford, okay. You know, like <laughs> I guess. But isn't Zaitsev apparently your, your veteran? So, what do you, what are you going to do with that cuz you're your right side right now for next year on your your one ways are Zub, which is perfect, Zaitsev and Hamanek. And you still have MDZ as on on contract. Yeah, he's left though. Okay, sure, but that but that fills your three spots, and they all mm-hmm. make a lot. They're actually the, the well outside of Shabbat, they're the three highest paid defensemen. Like yes. Mete's going to be gone, that's for sure. Who knows what's going to happen with Brandstrom? And it's not like Thompson and JBD have kind of taken the ball and run with it. 
Granted, I think like that's a problem with this team, right? It's like, well, the the goaltending's been bad because the defense in front of them are terrible, but then the defense in tr- in front of them haven't really looked good because the goaltending's been bad. <laughs> I know it's been chicken both. or egg, chicken both. or egg. Mm-hmm. It's dredging your chicken in the egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you put it in batter, yeah. <laughs> mm, egg coated chicken. So. I'm not I, I'm not excited about that trade. And if you got rid of Delzato or Zaitsev, I'd be like, yeah, fine. But you didn't, so now well, now what are you gonna do? Well, in that vein, you should be at least happy about the trade uh, that Ottawa made with Boston. I'm very happy. Where they sent Josh Brown and a seventh round pick to Boston for Zach Sinition. Yep. And a fifth round pick. Now he's going to be playing in Belleville, mm-hmm. fine, but Josh Brown is gone. Thank goodness. So addition. There's, there's one. Yeah, there's there's really? one piece of the blue line problem gone mm-hmm. and can't come back. Well, hopefully, whatever, because that one's been for well for the past year and a half. That's been a bit of a source of contention, shall we say? Yep. Uh, with a lot of Sens fans about you know this guy just isn't really working out. No, he's not so, an NHL player. Well, not with us anymore. <laughs> I think Boston just wants him for depth. I can't that's, imagine they want him to be in their exactly six. It. Chara didn't move today, eh? Uh, no. Interesting. Did okay. not. Interesting. But yeah, that's exactly it. He'll be like the eighth defenseman on in Boston. Which is fine. Like, who cares, right? Who okay. Cares? Um, what else did we get? Um, trying to find the um, was it for a fifth for a fifth for twenty twenty two fifth. So Zach Sanford gone to Winnipeg again. He went to Winnipeg. <laughs> yep. Are they in the playoffs? Playoffs. Ish. Ish. <laughs> They're kind of in the mix a little bit, I think. Okay. But they made they made several moves today, so. Take that for what it's worth. But he was again a piece that I was I was looking at going, you know, not attached. Mm-hmm. I'm not attached to the player. So if he is if he's gone, okay. Be, no, because be it's, right it's, it's not it's not it's not it's not key for me. I, it's not a, it's not something I was really wishing for necessarily that he would be traded away. But more, and I was actually just going okay. Uh, he may or may not be here next year. If we get something for him this year, then he's not back next year. And that clears up yep. a forward spot. Fine. <laughs> you know, that's that's really the the whole sum of it for me was okay. Yeah, he and just not, got something. That's all. Yeah. And I mean Ottawa's made a couple of uh, made one other minor trade, which they got a goalie from Calgary for future considerations. And he's his name is Michael McNiven, and he's going to be going to Belleville. So that Gustafson can people. stay up. Yeah. Because so I guess it's going to be, I wonder what they're going to do with Murray. Well, okay. Great question. Because that's, that was going to be my next topic of conversation. Uh, the senators signed Philip Forsberg to a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be around for a while. Well, 
Let me rephrase that. He'll be playing in the NHL for a while, or at least making an NHL salary for a while. <laughs> whether yes. it is yes. with us or whether it's somewhere else, that remains to be seen in the future. But with Matt Murray being injured, it'll be Gustafson and Forsberg for the rest of the year. Now, it's not a huge um it's not a huge contract. It's the, the cap hit is 2.75 for the next three years, which I think if you try and trade a goalie with that size of contract, it may not be as easy as trading one with a million dollar contract. But if he continues to play well, it may be something that can be traded um, if Murray plays well next year and, and Forsberg isn't needed anymore or the other side of the coin is if Murray continues to be injured or is injured like long term, we at least have one steady goalie to go with the younger players who are down in in Belleville. Because I mean Gustafson is twenty three and he's the oldest of them. I mean, Mad Sogard, twenty one. Marilinen, he's still playing in a junior, he's nineteen. Mandelisi is twenty one, he's playing in the ECHL. So Beyond Forsberg, our goalies are still young. And trying, I, I think, putting the weight on Gustafson to go, okay, you're going to be playing uh, 30 games in the NHL next year. Can he? And to be honest, I don't think Gustafson has looked great in this calendar year, at least. He, he really hasn't. So putting that, I, I think it's an insurance policy of we don't know when our young goalie slash goalies is going to be able to come in and step in big time. So signing Forsberg to a three-year deal, I think makes sense. And it's not such a big contract that it can't be traded at some point in the future. If it's, if yeah, it's the no signing is pretty low risk. It's just, you know, it was, they kind of, kind of forced into it as I guess, long, but. as long as they recognized he is not the starting goaltender. I think it's more the, he may be the starting goaltender if Murray can't play. And that I'm okay with. He, he's the back, he's number two on the chart, but if the number one is on injured reserve, yeah. then he does be, become one because, sorry, you, we were just talking while you were away. Gustafson hasn't not looked good in this calendar 100%. year. Now, how much did Taxi and Squad hurt him? There's the team in front of him. How much did Taxi Squad hurt him? Well, that's just the thing playing, when you yeah. have three goalies, and up, right? down, it's just, just one like, thing to... scratch. It's like, oh, I can't start now because I'm getting called up tomorrow. Got to fly to Vegas to sit on the bench again. Yeah. And then wait a month before playing another game. It's like, y you can't get in a groove. Well, that's going to be the case when we have three goalies, right? So... Something well, we, we won't. We won't. It'll be fine. No no one claims goalies off waivers at, at the end of camp unless they have a severe injury. Right. So I'm not worried about because for, Forsberg, Gustafson will clear a waiver. Assuming that Murray's back and healthy, which is a big if on its own, I think Arizona should take him. Um, but Assuming that Murray's healthy and then Forsberg's backing up, you put Gustafson on waivers at after camp or whenever you cut down to two goalies. He'll clear because all the other teams already have their three goalies. 
And okay. then for any injury, you just do an emergency call up. So you don't have to put him back on waivers. True. And then you've got Gus and Sogard playing in the AHL. Uh, Mandelisi, I guess, for the ECHL. He's kind of done, but it's fine. And I don't know how how much longer Marilyn qualifies for uh, junior. He's only oh, 19. Oh, perfect, perfect. So so you're fine. Yeah, he can play in, he can play in Kingston another year. Yeah. So just the the only thing that this kind of tells me is that they don't really have a confidence in Sogard and Gubsison. Well, correct. I should they no. to play at the NHL level, and I'm not saying that to be no. mean. I I wouldn't. No, in front of this defense. So, <laughs> I don't think in any defense. Both of these problems keep popping up. Um, but yeah, no, like if, if, if Forsberg starts like 40% of the starts, it's a perfect contract. Yeah. But okay. I don't want, I don't want to hear all the nonsense of, oh, he's our starting goaltender and he's amazing. He's amazing. Look at how well he's done in these 10 games when he's 29 years old. It's like guys, this is sample size. He's running hot. Oh. It happens. <laughs> I think we lost. Oh, can you not hear me? You came okay. back. You came back. Yeah, like everyone's saying, like, look, he's got like a nine twenty in his last ten games. It's like, so what? Let's not get overly excited about these things. Like, remember when Jack Campbell was the best yep. goaltender to start with the new team after the month of November because he won twelve straight games that he played. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you can make up any stat you want. Yeah. Right? Speaking of. You ex- can you explain to me? Jump. We're still talking goalies. Let's just jump teams for a second here. What happened with Toronto and Arizona and a goalie well, today? First off, it's can it, you explain it's LOL. That? So that's the number one thing. <laughs> it's it's hilarious that it happened. It's funny. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's see here. Where's Arizona? So I'll get his name because number two, his name's hilarious. Well, that's not a very nice thing to say. Well, uh, God, they have so many picks. So Arizona and... Oh, they don't have them up here yet. Uh, unless it's in here. Oh, no, they don't. Okay, weird. So what happened is Toronto signed a Finnish goaltender. Finnish goaltender? From the KHL? I don't know. I think that's he's from I'm the asking. KHL. Harry Sateri. Yeah, that's it. Harry Sateri. Yeah, so they signed him. Now, because he played his KHL year and he's coming over mid-season, you have to clear waivers. Just a rule. So okay. Arizona went, oh, oh. Okay, so because you're being signed. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So Arizona's, Arizona looked at so it Toronto and said. Toronto signed him, and then he put him on waivers. You have to put on, on waivers. So Arizona said, great, I'm going to trade my backup goaltender for a third-round pick and then pick this guy up for free, and that's exactly what they did. And they've got a young goaltender who that they just signed to a three-year extension that's potentially going to be the... Uh, the future goalie. So they essentially just shuffled the deck for a third round pick. 
So it's basically Arizona snag Toronto sign. Correct. Gold. <laughs> now, did Toronto it's not an need upper them? Sheet. It's not even really. It's more like for AHL's depth, but it's still hilarious. Well, Toronto put Morazic in the uh, in the minors already when they claimed him. Well, they put him on waivers. Did he get so, sent down, or is he still with the Leafs? He I, cleared. I believe he, he, he cleared, cleared waivers. What, was, and was he sent assigned down. to the Marlies? Oh. oh, okay. Maybe he wasn't actually assigned yet. That's a good so, question, to which I don't have an answer. Let's see if I can find it quickly here. Recalls in his. Um, but the other thing is that if the Le- like if the Leafs aren't playing him, because if you assign, because he's got like a three point two million dollar cap hit or something like that. So if you send him down to the minors, you can... Actually, I just found an article. It's uh article says losing Satiri is a good thing for the oh, Leafs. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Written by who? <laughs> <laughs> Some Toronto-based reporter. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Because they have to yeah, rate their, still up. their positive spin. Is he? Okay. He cleared waivers. I guess they haven't sent him down yet. That's right. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. So we'll see. Now, um, I think because he's were, cleared, they can do, also send do, him do, down later. So, for example, whenever Jack Campbell's back, it, then Marazic can go down to the Marlies, play more games because he needs to to play and like not in important games just to get his fundamentals back. You know what can, this means? How, this how, means does it, it. Oh, go ahead. How long does that? stay in effect that they can send him down because he's cleared waivers is that until he actually plays an NHL game days? like if he plays in it so he can continue to he's cleared waivers but can continue to play in the NHL and be sent down later yep I think you have to send him down within 10 days and then if you bring him back up the 30 day clock starts then you can send him back down without going through waivers again or it might be 30 days from so today, they can do- so, which obviously, like, that's the end of the season, so they won't do that. They can paper transaction him as needed if they need cap space or whatever. They can just send him down every day and bring him back up to try and clear cap space for their days off kind of thing. But then you only have four call-ups for the rest of the year, unless they're emergency call-ups. Right. Right. Well, they call him back on an emergency if Campbell gets hurt. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. Hmm. It's... <laughs> There's so many rules at this point. It's just stupidity. Like, but you know, know what this, you know how I could summarize this though? Is Arizona now beat the Leafs three times this year. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about any of the other trades that were made today? I mean, the, the one that you were wanting to happen didn't happen. I'm sorry, Pan, because Claude Giroux went to Florida. No, I, d- I didn't want to trade for him. I want him for free. Oh, you want him here? That's right. Sorry. Next now, I, I sorry, I did want him to go to Colorado, but um, I don't think Florida can keep him anyways. Uh, they're pretty, for it. I was going to say they're pretty strapped for cash, are they yeah. not? As far yeah. as so, I hit? think he just sees a well, better opportunity for Florida to win for whatever reason. The East is going to be just a dogfight. It's going to be it's the playoffs be will be interesting. It's going to be so they, entertaining. Did. The Atlantic Division. Oh my good. Never mind everybody else. Yep. 
Um, don't know if you saw that. Don't know if you saw this, but uh, did Dodov got traded today? Yes, he did. Yeah. So the two pieces we got from Dadonov were, or Dadonov or whatever, were Holden yep. and Hamm- Hammock. Hammonick, hammock, effectively. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty much hammock. a hammock. <laughs> hammock and Holden is what we got, and now he's been traded. Yes. So Vegas okay. traded him to Anaheim for Ryan Kessler, who I'm pretty sure is on LTIR. And John Moore, who's a defenseman. So they realize he's too much on the books for what his output is. Yeah. Well. Pre- Kessler's not playing any. I don't think he is. I'm not sure, to be honest. Now, he was, it was the oh, perfect Oh, yeah, he hasn't played trade. in two years. Okay. <laughs> it, it was the perfect hockey trade because it, uh, it was Dadnov and a second. Third. For Moore and Kessler. Nope, 2023 second round. It's either no, it's, it's, it's a second the third round pick that we, in either we the twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four draft. What? What? We, we Dadnov and a second for Moore and Kessler. It was a second. Oh, uh, the trade today was the second round. Oh, I didn't see the second going back. Because mm-hmm. you have to have a second round pick to make it a perfect hockey trade. It's one of the rules. <laughs> it's the garnish. <laughs> Other um, so other major trades that happen, yeah, yeah. For a guy who's not playing and somebody else, that's a that's a really interesting trade. I'll have to look into that one further. It's it's because Vegas wants all the cap space, right? They need that LTIR well, coverage. Fair enough. Um, Flurry's in Minnesota now, which I'm a little bit disappointed with, and that's okay. That's an interest. I haven't been looking at the standings clearly. Are they close? Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else kind of stand out? I really like um, what Seattle's done for once. With Toronto? Uh, they, they did a lot. They did everything that they should have done in the, uh, in the expansion draft. So mm-hmm. now I'm just going to bring them up again because I think. It, well, while you're doing yep. that, while you're doing that, Seattle traded Giordano and uh, Colin Blackwell to Toronto for a 2022 second, a 2023 second, and a 2024 third. Toronto's not going to have any draft picks no, left no, at they this don't. rate. They have a first and a seventh, I think, this year. Good Lord. <laughs> they must be starting to run out of them for next yeah. year. <laughs> uh, maybe. Well, they just give up the second in this up. trade. Yeah. Um, counterpoint, you can always just sign free agents because it's still a destination team for whatever reason. But also at this point, if you're the Leafs, you have to give up the farm to win now. You don't have a, cho- you don't have a choice. True. Crazy. Now... Somehow Seattle now has they only have their 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 own first round pick, which will be like a top five player, I believe. They now have four seconds. And next year they have three wow. seconds. So the four seconds you can easily bundle up to move up to the fir- uh, first round as well. 
And you may not need all four of them to do that. Yeah, it's no- normally a two to like because um, oh, some of these will probably well, sorry, one of them will be pretty good, but they have their own second rounder, so that'll be like thirty seventh or something like that. And then between mm-hmm. Nashville, who will have the Matt Duchesne effect, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, should be a high, or, or good quality second round pick. They also have Florida's. Crazy. So, yeah, they just all of well, a sudden kind of they traded a lot of the players that they selected back to their originating teams. So one of them they even absorbed cap hit on today. Yep. They traded Marcus Johansson back or to uh, Washington um retained 50% of his salary cap mm-hmm. and got back Daniel Sprong, don't know. Um, a 2022nd 4th and a 2023rd 6th. That's buying draft picks, I suppose. Correct. Oops. So. Well, there are worse moves, but sure. Any other trades you want to talk about? I had a couple of quick things that we can talk about that aren't trade center related. Yeah. And then we can get out of here because we have early mornings tomorrow morning. Um, first one. Uh, was March 10th. I know it's a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, Craig Anderson got his 300th win against Vegas. I'm surprised he didn't move today. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Reserved if... Er, Glad he didn't go to Toronto. Reserved Oh, league. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was... And after the... Now, Eichel is now playing in Vegas, correct? I think he's yes. hurt, though, isn't he? Yes, okay. I thought... Well, it was after this game um, uh, that Eichel, his, his parting shot to Buffalo after the game was, it only took them seven years in me leaving to get into the game. Yeah. He said of the fans of Buffalo. I was like, oh, well, that says a lot about you then, doesn't it? Maybe. Feeling punchy. A little bit. Um, and Claude Drew, who was traded today, we mentioned earlier, he played his thousandth game on Friday or Saturday. Um, well, that's good for, because yes. before he get before he gets traded, and the other team has to buy him a watch after eighteen. Yes, years. that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, his um his uh, the his favorite sandwich is a grilled cheese sandwich. So at his thousandth game, which they did the cel- they did the ceremony for his thousandth game at his thousandth game because he was going to get yep. traded. Um, the concessions were still are serving grilled cheese sandwiches at the game. Because that's his favorite sandwich. Love it. Which I thought was Love like, it. okay, that's that's a nice little heartwarming And like moment. the sends that served the moment. Swedish meatballs when Carlson came back. It's like, well, why didn't you think of this when he was here? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah. No, I, um, I think Philly did a real good job with with the send-off. Now I saw someone say, it's like, this is this felt like your 50th birthday party. And your funeral at once. Ouch. Right? Because it's, it's a big celebration of a big accomplishment, <laughs> but it's also the end. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Kinda. What about it's like a taking out for a, like a dinner and you accept a new job, like going out with your former coworkers? Something like that. I don't know. I guess. It's like, it, Not that it, you know it, anything it, about that, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially <Right>. you. 
I don't think you'd stay a thousand days. Um, with your- <laughs> there's a couple of notes about things that aren't even related to around the NHL necessarily. Somebody wrote this one, and I re- I've been looking at this note for a week now, <laughs> trying to figure out what it's about. So please do it. Do tell me. The octopus comment. Yes. Uh, it was just a random thought I had. It, there's a couple of franchises like Detroit, for example. You we would at playoff time see an octopus being thrown on the yeah. ice. Nashville and does that was like celebrated, fish. and then yeah, Nashville throws a catfish. I so think Seattle does this the idea same. Of, I think so. Yeah. Why? Just humor this. I, I don't have a problem with it, but it just the thought I thought was. Why are we throwing a dead animal on the ice and somehow thinking that's cool? Like, can you imagine you go to oh, Arizona and they throw a dead puppy on the ice? <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. A puppy. It's like, of course. Like, there's nice. a dead dog on the ice. Yeah, fandom. Well, <laughs> you go to Florida and they throw a dead cat on the ice. Hey, yeah, fandom. Playoffs. Well, they throw actual they throw dead rats. rats. <laughs> <laughs> well, the octopus had. There's a reason for it. I mean, it's not just tradition. There is a reason for the octopus. No, at it's least. a dead it's animal. Though. Well, it is a dead animal. It's yes, a weird. Like, it, it, it feels wins. very wasteful. Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's a sacrifice. Well, yeah. it's already dead. They didn't kill it specially nope. for that. It was already dead. Yes, it was, but it was acquired <laughs> for those purposes. Oh yeah, it's just a fun thought I had, and I thought, you oh, know, that's, oh, it is strange that is what we consider. <laughs> well, we threw hamburgers for crying out loud. It was loud. amazing. It's not a dead animal, <laughs> exactly. Well, it was, it was cooked at least. It was cooked. <laughs> oh, you don't like sushi? <laughs> the one note that I put in here was just something that I noticed um, about a week ago. Um, we all know that there's betting is being legalized and sports betting is being legalized and there are even sports betting companies websites whatever you want to call them that are being associated with professional sports Mm -hmm. because it's a source of revenue well that's fine i have no issue with that um but one of the rules (laughs) ask pete rose is don't bet if you're involved in the game don't bet because it there can you know, there can be repercussions. Um, I don't know if you know that um, Calvin Ridley is a, if I remember correctly, a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, who makes eleven million dollars a year. He got caught making parlay bets under his own name on on a league partner on an NFL league partner betting site. Oops. He, he bet $1,500 in parlay bets on a league partner under his own name. How to get caught. First step, do that. He, he is didn't now suspended. He identity theft or anything? He should have. No, no, he admitted it. He admitted he did it. So he is now suspended and will lose $11 million next year. That's dumb. Yeah, but just think if that parlay hit, though. <laughs> <laughs> but... Of all the simple rules to follow, don't bet. No, okay, I'm going to bet under my own name on a league partner site. What could possibly go wrong? I won't get caught. It's one of those moments where you just sort of shake your head and go, oh, I'm invincible. I'm invincible. I can do whatever I want. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, You guys actually had a visitor at a game you were at recently. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. This was a, a, a this was a, a listener who posts um, in our forums, uh, at least occasionally, 
and plays bingo. Um, and I happened to be playing bingo that night and she posted, Hey, uh, is anybody at the game? And I said, yes. And I gave them, gave, uh, the listener your location and they went over and said, hello, I believe. Yep. Yes, it did. Data Sprite. Yes. Nice to meet you. Always yep. good. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it is fun to meet listeners. It's really, it's really weird for me when I meet listeners and they look at me and go, Hey, I know your voice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Okay. A little, little, it's a little creepy, but good. Creepy in a good way. I just, I get freaked out by that sort of thing. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Mm. Honestly, it, this was this was thrown so, together at the last minute, so it's a little freeform. Hopefully, and this, I think both of you would agree, this should be the last sell-off at deadline. The Pierre Dorian is invest is involved with. Oh, was that a sound clip from two years ago? <laughs> and last year um i don't mind having i don't want it to be a sell-off i don't mind him being involved in trade deadline trades if um if they make sense but i don't i agree i don't think it should be okay well these are all assets which we're not going to want for next year we're getting rid of them oh even if that's the case and the team is in a you know playoff move that's well essentially i think my my point is if this team isn't competing for the playoffs next year, he's, he's got to go. I, I think his leash is getting a little short. It may not be quite as short as Kyle Dubas's, but it's getting short. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but then like, what's Toronto going to do? Bring back an old hockey man. And so that it, because of all the success they've had since 1967. Yes. Well, right? like they're going to position and, the league to go back down to six teams, so they have a shot. Let's <laughs> make it the Canada Cup. Nobody else cares anyway. <laughs> I don't even think they'd win that. No. <laughs> well, actually, against only the Canadian team, Cal- not Calgary. Calgary Maybe. regular season. Yeah, they lost to they lost to Montreal last year, so you never know. <laughs> never know. Yeah, Calgary's just steamrolling right now. <laughs> exactly. So you never know. Um. Let's grind gears and get out of here. You know what really grinds my gears? Canuck. Uh, well, <laughs> so you mentioned gas. I, I see gas prices. Gas prices grinds my gears. But here, what really grinds my gears is uh, 5.45 a.m. flights. I, or, yeah, that's about as early as you can get from this city. Mm-hmm. And you got to get there you know, before to whatever degree. So if you're wondering why this episode is a little low energy and put together at the last minute remotely, well, that, that's, <laughs> that's a big reason. <laughs> so you got to yes. get up in only a matter of hours here. You're getting up early tomorrow. I was up extraordinarily early this morning for work. So we're all a little worn out. And Cardinal and I both took naps this afternoon. Not together. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly at the same time. Uh, well, I feel a little better for mine, but it's going to be a it's going to be a big nap for me tonight. That's yeah, for sure. I, d- I didn't even know that I was tired. I was like, I'm just going to go and lie down for a bit, and then oh, out. I wish I was. I wish out. I was. I wish I was only that tired that I wasn't aware I was tired. I'd feel great. Yeah. It's like I am tired. <laughs> uh, what grinds my gears, other than gas prices, is um, this. It's it's now spring, so spring is um, pothole season. 
in yes. Ottawa. And oh, yes. um, I don't know what it's like out at your end of the city. Um, I live in the downtown core and I drive not only in the downtown core, but the more sort of central parts of the city. And I actually have established um, driving patterns according to what pod, what potholes I find on roads. Mm. Like there are some roads I simply won't drive on at the moment because I'm genuinely worried that I'm going to dent a rim uh, because the potholes are really bad this spring. I think they're worse than the past couple of years um, because we had such a cold winter and a, not a whole lot of freeze thaws, but the, the road surface in a couple of places is really bad. So that's what grinds my gears this week. So what mine is, and this drove me absolutely crazy today. I had an appointment with a specialist for my eyes, which I don't really need. I was like, okay, let's just go. The optometrist told me to. So I scheduled this months ago for one o'clock today. Show up. There's a lineup out the door. I've never been here before. Lineup out the door. It's like, okay, well, it's a lineup of five. That's fine. Not a big deal. It's like, do they, like, do I go and check in or what's the process? It's like, no, someone will come out and and talk to you or like say, like call and ask for you, which they did. But the lady behind me was telling me a story on how last time that she went there, she had to wait for 90 minutes before, uh, before she was seen. So anyway, Mm -hmm. so they call me in, I walk in and I see this sitting area with maybe don't forget, this is also still a pandemic. So I see a, a seating area with maybe 20 people. They do like the, the eye pressure test and another gauge and whatnot. And they test my glasses for the prescription. And it's like, yeah. well, how long is this going to be? They're like, oh, about two hours. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, it's about generally between two and three hours for us to go through this. It's like, but you're running on an appointment schedule. It's like, okay, well, I'll be like maybe 90 minutes. It's like, but then why did you schedule me? And then like after I did the eye pressure test, I looked around the corner and there's a whole other sitting area. So it's like this massive cattle, probably at least 50 people in the building. And like, there's four doctors at work there. None of this makes sense to me. So I'm like, Okay, none of this, none of this was explained to me. If the whole process takes two hours, that's fine. If it takes two hours because I have to wait for ninety to hundred minutes, this isn't. This was not communicated to me, and I'm not going to just sit here for two hours. Everybody else in that room's like eighty years old, and they're just being used to getting taken advantage of. So it's like, okay, and then after she's like, okay, well, if you just wait here for like 30 minutes, then we'll probably be able to get you through. I'm like, is it two hours or is it 30 minutes? So I'm just going to (laughs) go because I don't know what the hell is going on and I'm not going to spend my day here. It's like, all right, just go talk to the reception. I was like, okay, fine. Why am I booking an appointment? And you have... 50 80 year olds in a in a room tightly grabbed at your tightly knit together this is a cash grab well there's obviously an awful lot of people who are sending them there for maybe they don't need to be there too yup 
and I like that kind of opened my eyes to it's like you're just sending people in because you're going to get the referral. And then you kind of you probably don't need this. So, I yeah, I was not happy. Not happy. I can see that grinding your yeah. gears. Because like I planned out my whole day for it. It's like, can't believe I wasted all my time for doing this and I came home and took a nap. Just a little bit hypocritical. Well, at least you got that out of it. Well, you got a nap out of it, so could be worse. It could be worse. Um, As usual, (laughs) we didn't talk about when we're going to be back because our schedules are all a bit of a mess and it's spring, so there's (laughs) so much going on. That's okay. As Dorian said, just just evaluate us in in the summer, not tree deadline day, so... Okay, so don't evaluate us during yeah. the season. <laughs> Fine. Any last thoughts? Just, you know, just keep using COVID as an excuse, even though they went, what, 1 in 12 to start the year? Something like that? Yep. Something. It was pretty yeah, bad. But no, no November, bad. Yep. November and COVID was a problem. Sure. Nope. Well. No, it was more like December when everybody was coming down with it and games weren't getting canceled. And I and so yet I still think that they were playing better at that point. They had they had fewer injuries at that point, so they had a, perhaps a better lineup to be playing with. That's the only that's the only point I would make on that is that they weren't missing as many key pieces as they have been yeah. of late. Well, which Some is are coming really back. Ba- Some are back, back sadly, by the way. Yes. Very happy about Which that. will be nice. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? We'll see how that goes. Or how the rest of the season goes. And when we'll be back. We'll see that, too. Don't know. Who knows? In the meantime, in the meantime, on behalf of uh, Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with a more regular episode uh, at some point in the future. Good night. Good night.